It's October 28th, 2008, and Chris is hunting for nuggets. <laughs> of laughter. So you should test yourself there, Boost. I should. Boost. Boost Remo. That's what they call me. <laughs> Testing myself for boosts. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're really doing that well. Yeah, I guess not. Shit. You're fucking shit. I can never see it. There's always one. The, this thing always blocks all the shit. It shits. blocks your dots? It blocks my dots. <laughs> My dots are blocked. Dot blocker. It's a dot blocker. Blocking dots. There's some drugs you can take. Boo. Video games boost. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Idolphones. Games. Video games. Video games. Video games. Video games. Video games. Video games. It's October 28th, 2008, and Clint Hawking got a B. This is Idle Thumbs 4, and I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin, and I, I no hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Hey. We, I guess... Sounds like a PBS show. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. <laughs> greetings. It's been a month, I guess, since we started this. I didn't realize that till just now when I said four. Well, four weeks is or isn't a month. Yeah, that's basically a month. It's a month. So, Sweet. yeah, video games. Good for us. So we're still in the midst of preview season. We should probably start with Fallout 3 because that's coming out today. And, yeah. Nick, you've completed the game, right? I have completed Fallout 3. Sweet. What do you think? Just like Diablo 3. Just like Diablo 3. Yes. Did you complete Fallout 3 in like 20 minutes? Eight yeah, times? it's about 20 minutes. Sweet. Yeah, it's a shit game. Fucking assholes. Why bullshit. would they do that? Yeah, I don't know. Did you find all the hidden uh, dungeons, monsters, and keys? That took me 30 minutes. Oh, okay. That's an, an additional 30 minutes of content. Yeah. Pretty good. That's almost an hour. I'm waiting for the DLC. That's about as long as like Portal, right? In games yeah. these days. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> Video games. They're lame. We yeah. have a podcast about them. Yeah. What did you think? Anyway, no. Fallout yeah. was great. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty. it's pretty sweet. Um, I, we were just we were talking about this like a couple of days ago, and in the last podcast too. But the best part about it is just the uh, just the amount of choices you have, and just like the amount of content. Like they just fucking man, so much stuff to do. Um, and uh, just the just the volume, just the sheer volume of of stuff uh, is is more or less the the uh, the best feature. You know? how, how would you compare that? volume to say oblivion i mean i'm not just curious about volume but i mean i in would terms say that of the, sort of yeah the quality yeah, i right. think is is of a higher level here right. uh if only because the dialogue options are so much more robust like oblivion was just so basic like you know hi then you had that little game which you play like the simon right. says bullshit thing you know now they're actually you know like real fucking dialogue choices and uh, most of them are actually a lot more compelling than i thought they'd be like they they were well written to a large degree like I couldn't provide a whole lot of examples without, you know, spoiling, but, uh, but it surprised me. I thought it was, I thought, I thought a lot of them were just going to be, you know, kind of standard, you know, Bethesda, like, hello, right. you know, how are you? Yeah. Uh, here's a quest. Go do it. Did, did, did they open up much with your character <sighs> gaining levels in, in various sort of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of different, I mean, this, you know, especially the speech skill, which is always a fallout thing. Right. You know, yeah. like that opens up a lot of different options. Are you the hero of Kvach? <laughs> Is they actually there, have a whole spreadsheet now of like things you well in the in the guide anyway, but you, you can you can have different titles based on whether you're evil, good, or neutral. So they have like sixteen thousand different titles that you can be like the hero of fucking you know wasteland dude. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. 
The Sweet. Weirdo of Wasteland Dude. Yes. <laughs> My favorite title. I like that yeah. guy. Wait, isn't that the little cartoon character, Wasteland Dude? <laughs> no, they called it Fuck You, Bethesda. <laughs> How could you get that wrong? Assholes. So it's Oblivion with guns, basically. Yeah, saying. that's pretty much what I'm saying. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. It's a good it. game. I would buy it. Guns. <laughs> you I you think like guns and Oblivion. It's pretty visceral. <laughs> visceral, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um... um <laughs> So you were a person who played the other Fallout games. Yeah. What? <laughs> Jake, Jake is Are you trying to get like, me to make a comparison, Jake? <laughs> Jake is apparently really tired. <laughs> Sorry. He only got like three hours of sleep last night. I'm, this might shine through. This might reflect in the podcast. It's cool. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's been a thing that people have been either bitching about or curious about whether or not, if, you know, depending on how far on one, one side or the other of yeah. thinking they know what they're talking about goes. It's kind of Fallout with guns. Well, we've established that uh, 40 seconds ago. So now as someone who's actually played the game... I was a little concerned, yeah, as a fan of the original games. I was a little... But, you know, I mean, probably... I haven't gone back and played those games in a while. I shouldn't say that. Maybe like three years ago. But I... I I would not be surprised. Jake just touched Nick. Yeah. (laughs) He has urges, you know? (laughs) Now he's making hand motions. Okay. Now he's anyway, slapping me. Anyway, he's slapping me. <laughs> anyway, Nick, go oh. ahead. Oh, you have to cut this note out right now, but it's because you keep squeaking in your chair, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, it, it compares. It compares pretty well. Like the they've really kept a lot of the things that that made Fallout really. Comparing the previous games to this game, one of the one of the nice holdovers is the the computer terminals and the, and the little backstory like elements that you can find throughout the game, like. You know, you can, in like, in, even in buildings that just, you know, have no quest relevance, no, just sort of laying off the side of the street, you can walk in and find just all kinds of content that they've created that's just, you know, it's, it's not like super compelling stuff, but it's, it's, it's nice no, that they, cool, it's, it's nice that they out. actually took the, you know, yeah. made the effort to sort of, you know, have those little, you know, things there. And, and the nice thing is they haven't made it into like a collection thing, like, you know, like where, you, where you're Find like three hundred computer yeah. terminals. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, or or like you know, like you're actually putting it into your pip boy. No, like you can't actually you know like go back and reference that shit. Like right. you don't collect it, so it's not like a bullshit. You it's know, not like you don't get audio logs. logs. Yeah, it's not. When well, there I, are yeah. some audio logs, but they're always relevant to the quest that you're doing. And it's uh, not audio logs. Audio logs. <laughs> in Halo Three, um, there were all these. They had computer terminals you could find and read, but there were like exactly twelve of them, and they were an achievement. And they were clearly very right. much there, like as a perfunctory kind of thing. And mm-hmm. yet, you know, it's the kind of thing where, like, all the and I, you know, I love Halo. I liked Halo Three, but you know, all those fucking guys who were like, "In the story is amazing," and if you find, <laughs> if you read the novels and yeah. find all you, did you find all twelve terminals? You know, like as soon as you challenge them on anything regarding how fucking just whatever boilerplate sci-fi the story is, it's like, well, I, clearly you didn't seek out the. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> like how the Halo fan was like a monster at the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of, yeah, I kind of go into that by default. No, it's sort of the Metroid style of story, right? Where you're, you yeah, know, you're like, they're right, right. Action, active well, collection. I thought you guys were going to talk thing. about the monster. It's sort of like the Metroid style, <laughs> Metroid style <laughs> monster. You know, it's like Kraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, when I was talking to, uh, Emil Pagliarulo, who is the lead designer and lead writer of Fallout 3, he, this was this was about a month ago, I guess. He, yeah. I was talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, I asked him a question about kind of the sort of traditional kind of PC, like hardcore PC game ethic, which really I think was at its peak in the late '90s and early 2000s with you know the Fallout's games like Deus Ex yeah. and and games like that, you know, System Shock. 
um, that really kind of exemplified that style of kind of giving you character and letting you play the game you want to do it. And I, I was kind of asking about that. And I think I probably didn't phrase my question very well because he was like, oh, yeah, man, totally. Like, for example, there's lots of text to read in this game. A lot of text. I really wanted to, like, keep that part. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, okay. And probably in retrospect, what you describe is one of the things he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, pretty with, much. Yeah, with their, you I mean, not just the fact that there's just lots of text, but that you're actually getting that kind of contextual information at a pace you want, you know. Mm-hmm. Not so you're just, saying my point was as vapid as his. <laughs> no, I'm saying that, you know, yes. <laughs> your impressions are bullshit. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, in light of your your actual sort of like in-game experience, it, it makes his answer make more sense to me because mm. at the time i was like oh well okay well, you moving on stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> next question uh but no that, that makes sense yeah no I, in my review i actually referenced um system shock and do text and just talk about how it, you know this game like feels like a pc game you know what i yeah. mean like it it feels like it has that you know very old school sort of you know you start out and it's it's got a really nice balance between the open world sort of thing and and just you know actually giving you a lot of leeway to go off and find some shit that you know and not in not wait, in sort of a planned way. It's a balance know. between an open world and you know letting you off and find. Stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's a subtle balance. Right. It's a subtle balance between I'm the open you world that and being able to find things. Because my brain filled in that gap. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's you know. So what is the what is the other balance? What is the other side? It's a balance between that uh, guns. <laughs> Sweet oblivion yeah. with guns confirmed. <laughs> Confirm, yes. Bethesda dumbing it down <laughs> for the gamer. Yeah, fuck you, Bethesda. <laughs> I heard that that's what console gamers want is uh, cities full of abandoned buildings containing nothing but text. <laughs> yeah, that's what they want. It's what everyone wants. What I want. Fuck you, Bethesda. Forgive me what I want. <laughs> what the fuck I, is going on? I don't know. Uh, anyway, no, seriously. Oh, it's really good. What were you, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, were, you were one of the things, I mean, earlier on you talked about kind of choice and, and actual consequences to actions. I mean, yeah. What I what, what I like about about that system is that it's 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 less transparent than something like Fable, yeah. where you're you know you have the plus five points. I mean, there's clearly I mean there is a system you know behind Fallout's good right. and evil thing. Yeah, uh, but you, you're not really worrying about it as you're playing the game. You know, and, and do like does your skin start changing color in your eyes? Like <laughs> right, milk yeah. over and your yeah. hair turns blue and stuff? No. no. What? All right, I don't so. know how I can tell if I'm evil without. <laughs> Without like milky sort of like veins underground fish stuff. eyes, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. My character developed like crazy glowing varicose veins in Fable. It's gross. It's pretty gross. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Does Fallout have that? Does Fallout feature you're uh, dynamic it varicose veins? Like, <laughs> exactly. Does Fallout have that? I don't think so. I need it. What else is Fallout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's le- it's a lot less transparent, and it, it, they usually give you a nice amount of options that are fairly neutral. You know. So kind of a gray area options where you're not necessarily helping somebody. And a lot of the times the, situa- the situation is two sides of, um, you know, forces that aren't necessarily, you know, clear cut evil. Good, right. you know, or them. both of them are evil. <laughs> right. Or, you know, neither I mean, of like, them is like a different situation. Shining where, example of morality. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's nice because that sort of stuff is in a lot of games. And it always, or at least in the games that I've, that I've can be bothered to play that, that feature that it, it frequently comes off extremely ham fisted and, it makes me sort of tired of people using that as a selling point for games. Yeah, I mean, it makes yeah. it kind of makes sense in Fable Two the way they do it. I mean, it's a very kind of deliberately exaggerated. Well, that's sort of the thing. Of one of the things good of and Fable evil, 2. And kinda, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, very sort of you're evil now. You've got devil horns, and your dog is like a hyena or whatever, and you know, <laughs> right now your dog's a golden retrieval retriever, and you've got a halo on your head. That kind of well, thing. yeah, that fits but, with that. But right, there's but, a lot of games that try to do it and 
pass right. it off as like, you have the choice. It's a realistic dynamic simulating reality. <laughs> right, like, yeah. no, I, I still have crazy blue skin <laughs> and my yeah. hands are on fire. So, <laughs> well, but know. then on the other side of the coin, there are the games that don't actually end up. I mean, at least Fable still reflects it. You know what I mean? A lot of games just right. don't yeah, reflect yeah. it at all. You're it's evil like, and then that you just make means the choice just, and it's like, yeah. oh, I guess I'm still just playing this game. Like, great. Right. Now the next thing happens. Right. I mean, the, the Fallout is more of a secondary thing, you know. I well, mean, yeah, I like, like that it's, it's there, it's a but consequence, but it's not something that's shoved in your it's face. It's not a all judgment. Like, yeah, I like right. the idea of of it being a consequence in that there are reactions to the things you do, mm-hmm. but they aren't passing. I mean, I suspect in a lot of cases the value judgment would be very clear. I mean, the first encounter that everybody knows, if you blow up the town of Megaton, you're probably not that nice of a guy. Right. Like, but the but I mean. There's a difference between that and sort of like assigning right out front sort of an evil number to your character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, You've rolled but evil. I'm, uh, on that note, actually, you were mentioning earlier, I mean, to me separately before the podcast, how you can actually, if you play this game as kind of an asshole, you can end up just like destroying a lot of quests. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, like, 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 well, the Megaton uh, yeah. thing, you know, I mean, if you blow up that town and you're, you know, at that point you could be as, you know. Maybe it'd be like 30 minutes into the game. You can blow up, you know, the entire starting town before you even get the main quest. So if you're a big <laughs> asshole, the game will actually have less content, giving you more reason to complain about it. That's a- Well, I mean, yeah, that is sort of, you know, I guess a consideration. If you blow up that town, you're losing all those quests, which is why I sort of went back and, you know. So you did that. You yeah. Said- I, well, yeah, I went back and I tested it to see if you could get away with just blowing up that main quest line. And you right. can. You can blow up. Well, that then how do you get your main quest? I didn't, I didn't quite go that far. Like, I mean, you don't actually get it from the place that you go after that. So I uh-huh. think at that point, it's sort of up to you to find the, uh, you know, it's just going to be a little bit harder. I yeah. think is, is essentially what That's happens. That's kind of interesting. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't like the second you blow up that town, it doesn't say, okay, now you go here. You know, right. it, it, right. it doesn't make that connection for you. So I mean, it's, that's, it's that's definitely... kind of an interesting thing. I mean, that actually kind of ties into Far Cry 2 a little bit. Like we'll get to that later, but they dealt with that in a way that is sort of, much less obvious and mm. sort of, I don't think most people are going to notice. Right. But yeah, we'll get, I mean, we'll get to that, but on Fallout 3, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, do, would it be, I mean, I don't know. It kind of makes me want to play a game where I try kind of just try to like destroy as many quests as possible mm-hmm. and see how the game copes with it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I didn't have enough time to really go through and, and just right. be that much of an asshole, but, right. but I, I do want to try that. Yeah, yeah. Because you can certainly kill. I mean, as far as I know, most of the quest, you know, the main yeah. quest guys, you can just, that's, that's pretty just extreme. Out, I mean, cause most, very few games let you do that, especially yeah. these days. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, did, did you ha- kind of have like a, a goal in mind when you played your character or do you just kind of take decisions as they came? Uh, I was pretty much trying to complete the game. Yeah. So I just, you know, I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sweet. I, yeah. <laughs> Review. Yes. Pretty, yeah. I, I went, I mean, I, I did a lot of the secondary uh, stuff, but I didn't, I had no specific build. The in tertiary? Mind. Yeah. The tertiary, uh, <laughs> ancillary. Yeah. But no, I, 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 I had no plan, but you know, there are certainly different builds and things you can, you know, yeah. different approaches that are pretty obvious that you can take. I yeah. mean, I mean, I mean, like a lot of the, I, I think I got to about level 13 by the time I was done, and the maximum was level 20. So, I mean, and I played maybe 12 hours. So, I'd certainly skipped over a lot of the content. So, yeah, you it's, pretty much blew that one. <laughs> 12 <laughs> well, hours. So, I mean, you can rush You can, you can can rush through the game. You can rush through the game, yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel like you're rushing through it, but it has a very sort of abrupt ending. Yeah. So, um, and the, the quest line is pretty linear if you choose to, to do that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a little bit more linear than I expected, but it, it didn't bother me at all. I, I mean, mean there's, you, there are just so many points where you can diverge and go off and do yeah. whatever so do you, do you feel like this is the kind of because i mean when you know 
Oblivion, and we've mentioned how much of like a weird phenomenon Oblivion was, but yeah. when that came out, I mean, like you could just see if you went on Xbox Live and looked at your friends list. I mean, you could just see people playing that like for months and months and months. Do you yeah. see, do you think Fallout is going to have that same kind of lasting appeal? I don't know. I mean, not appeal, I, but like I, density and volume. I, I you know, I, I haven't. I mean, okay. All I can say is that you know, because I, I haven't played hundreds of hours of it, obviously. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't play it to that. But sort you get point kind of, of a sense of but, the world and all. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's certainly smaller than Oblivion is in terms yeah. of how much time it's going to take you to get through everything. Uh, if only because, again, each quest probably took them so much longer to make. You know, right. um, there's a lot less, you know, frankly, filler stuff. Yeah. You know, um, even the side quests are more designed. Like, like I was saying before, um, a lot of the capital areas that you would expect to be, you know, in the main quest line, like like Lincoln Memorial and stuff like that, you don't actually do that that's all side quest material so right like they took quite a bit of it and made it optional but i i think you know it's going to end up being smaller than living but i don't think people are going to notice so much i mean yeah. i don't think you, I, don't I mean think that's fine with me i'd much prefer that honestly. yeah I, like one of my big turnoffs with oblivion was just how kind of generic and repetitive a mm -hmm. lot of the stuff seemed yeah i mean i don't really want to do that stuff just for the sake of doing it like yeah, I mean, like, and the problem with Oblivion too is, I mean, th there was, in terms of the design of the world, I mean, there there were areas that were certainly distinct, but in general, it was pretty much just a big fucking, you know, fantasy landscape, which to me was sort of dull. Yeah. But in this, you've got a fairly, you know, uh, interesting. You, you've got the downtown area, and then you have outside of that the forest and and. <laughs> Jake, Jake is like just shaking like, his head here. He can't. Can't believe what he's hearing. <laughs> I can't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spirited podcast coming to you from Idle Thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Fallout's good. No, that's good to hear. Because, I mean... Fallout's you know, really good. That's that's good. I'm really, Honestly, I'm like really glad to hear that. Not that I didn't think it would be really good, but, I mean, we talked, you know, in, the, in our first show about yeah. some of the concerns about the game in terms of, like, variety and, and sort of depth in com right. compared to Oblivion. And or, it's great to hear that they were all 100% unfounded. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. Battle Thumbs uh, yeah. says 10 out of 10 for Fallout 3. Only one of us has played it. <laughs> right well, we should talk about the Fallout, uh, what, ESRB thing? Did you want to touch on oh, that yeah. a little bit? I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what the hell is the deal with that? I don't know. It's like, pretty I, don't, I don't even know what this is. All right, well, like I can do. you explain it, Nick? Yeah, I mean, well, I, earlier today we got an email, and it was from Pete Hines, uh, you know, a Bethesda PR uh, VP, and uh, he goes... Hey guys, take down your Fallout tr 3 trailer, all of them, all of the official Fallout 3 trailers, uh, due to the ESRB, you know, warnings or, uh, I forget the specific language, but in any case, really I assume I mean, it was a very, like yeah, it was very terse and I was, I was confused. I thought, I thought maybe it was related to age gating issues or something. Yeah. Um, but as it turns out, it's, it's, uh, deeper than that. <laughs> and, but we don't really know what? why. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, was it the, the is the rating changes? Is it just the, like the qualifiers no, for the rating has changed? Apparently, what's going on is the ESRB has some uh, complaint about content in some of the trailers, not all of them, but some of them. And so Bethesda just did a clean slate wipe and said, "Everybody, take down everything, and we'll reissue the trailers." I think it's <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I think it's probably related to that. You know, the, if you saw the. The complaint about the metro ads with the you know people are complaining about the image of the Capitol building right. being burned up and stuff. Yeah, I think it and may like be related, but yeah. outside but it of wasn't that, even I can't people. Even that was imagine. like one dude wrote a letter to the editor of a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, why were gaming sites treating that like, like oh my god, a dude had an opinion in a newspaper? I don't. Yeah. He wasn't even an editor at the newspaper. He was a dude. 
Who, who cares? People who cares can, about one fucking guy? Well, no, I mean, people can say whatever they want. That's fine. Like, that's not... You're going to take like, down a bunch of Fallout Edge? You're going <laughs> to recall a little Big right. Planet? What yeah, the like, fuck, people? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't... One guy doesn't fucking matter. Well, he doesn't. Like, in, I mean, like, if it's just, <laughs> if it's just one dude in, one like, guy writing a letter, like, <laughs> yeah. okay. He's a concerned citizen. Can you just get anything taken down at this point now? Just, like, if you just go on a forum or, like, send a letter to fucking newspaper? Yeah. Like, that seems ludicrous. Yeah, uh, now you've given people game. the power to like take our podcast down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if one guy writes Gamer to grub. one of us, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very offended by your characterization of our product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, video game <laughs> video game people are. I, I think <laughs> video game people. Well, like just the games industry. Uh, oh, like people who like work at, in, at large, yeah. I think, is sort of just afraid. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's afraid on the defense. Sort of like I mean. On these sorts of issues, the games industry sort of just has its tail between its legs perpetually, and I think yeah. it just sort of takes it, which is, which is retarded. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I don't know. People like taking it. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it is pretty unfortunate. Like the industry seems to. I mean, I don't know. You've always got it on one hand, going, "We make more money than films. We're huge. We're fucking huge. Yeah. We're paying." I mean, like two weeks ago, the ESA bragged about. How much money they donated to Washington lobbyists or like Washington politicians? Like, great, good job, guys. I guess. Like, what? Yeah. Meanwhile, like, we're gonna fucking take down every fucking product we've ever manufactured as soon as a dude fucking complains about it. Like, I, I don't know. And now in California, we've got the anti-game legislation. I guess I didn't even realize that the ESRB had uh, jurisdiction over television commercials. And, and, well, and all, I don't think all, they do. They don't. They, it's, it's, it's a, a voluntary organization. It's a, yeah, it's totally voluntary. Well, I'm saying, but if once you've made that, I mean. They can certainly issue a complaint well, yeah, to a Well, yeah, the ESRB can say, <clears throat> and you you kind of have to do something because it's the ESRB. Right. Um, but you don't legally have to do anything. Right. I mean, I'm not suggesting... But it's something that they're watching, I guess. Right. But I, I just I, mean, I, it gets a little ridiculous when... I mean, I think... I mean, that Bethesda thing is pretty absurd. Yeah. I mean, I understand... Well, there was that huge dong in that fallout. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it, I was reading their guidelines, and I, I, I mean, there were quite a few guidelines there that I thought probably could have applied to a lot of those outside of the, you know, like imagery. exploding outside faces of the imagery. Well, it's like oh. it should be the, 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 the content or the, the, tone, it's like the tone of the ad should be representative of the game, you know, the seriousness of the game. You know what I mean? What? But, but like, what? The, 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 well, like, okay, for Vault example. boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the trailer, like I they thought had, he was called Wasteland Dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> My apologies to No Mutants Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they're going to take us down. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna no write mutant, an angry letter. No mutants allowed is gonna write a letter <laughs> yes. to the editor. Of Man, the Marine be, they're gonna write to uh, questions at idlethumbs.net. <laughs> if they were a downfall, that would just be sad. That would uh, be pretty great, actually. Be yeah, pretty awesome. actually would yeah. be pretty cool. If we were martyrs at <laughs> the fucking hands of no mutants allowed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're calling you out, no mutants. Come get us. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Those guys. Yeah, maybe one of them will hear our podcast someday. But it's a letter. For some reason, I picture those guys listening to our podcast on like a really old, sort of polished wood AM radio <laughs> in a dark room. Like, Ooh, we could bring you now live to Idle Thumbs. Like, what? So our, what? What? In fact, yeah, it is being broadcast by old timey like forty radios. <laughs> yeah, <man>. yeah. <laughs> Idle Thumbs. Yeah. It might be, but only to those guys. <laughs> only to those guys yeah. in their mind. They've they got like a have filter, a filter yeah. in their ear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, introduced by by Ron Perlman. <laughs> podcasts podcasts never change <laughs> this one does sometimes 
<laughs> it changes to shit. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, that's what happens this week. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, before we forget, I want to actually bring up Fable 2 because last week I feel like I kind of spent maybe too long talking about the sort of artificial elements of that game. How you which, hate that game? Yeah, which I which what you do. You know, it's a video game, so whatever. I mean no one so you hate no it. one like commented on this or anything, but I just I didn't actually talk about some of the stuff that I that sort of like really ensnared me, so to speak. Um Ensnare. Ensnare. It's like a skill. Yeah. It's it, it's like a you know, there's an attachment like, you get for your three sixty. Mm. It cast its net. It cast yeah. its pod into my face. And ensnared you. And ensnared me. That's our new lo- slogan. Uh, but anyway, I mean, because two weeks ago, I think I was talking about the blacksmith stuff, and Nick was giving me shit yeah. about fucking blacksmithing. Didn't that turn out well for you in the end, though? Yeah, it did. Because I spent like real estate magnate. What? Right? You were. You, yeah. Well, yeah. see, because I okay. So the blacksmithing thing, which is basically like a golf swing gameplay element. <laughs> it's just links. Know? Or yeah, well, it's like it's the little thing where like the little dot swings like, across the, the screen, and you oh, so it's like crash right mode button. and burnout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crash Mode and Burnout was the inspiration for many golf games. Yes. As well as the uh, reload mechanism in Gears of War. Uh, yeah, Blacksmith is basically like that. In Ge- I'm still calling it Blacksmith in, uh, in Fable 2. It's because they have like a whole game. game. Yeah, yeah. It's like- well, I mean, it's not called anything. It's just the thing Blacksmith you do. Oh, it's Blacksmith. It's Blacksmith 2.0. Right. Uh, yes. You know, but uh, anyways, I played that. Basically, what I, like one of the first things I did when I got into the game, when I found the first real town, was go to the Blacksmith shop. Well, I can do the blacksmith, you know, play blacksmith for, it was a, a long goddamn time. It was like half an hour or something. And then by the time I was done, by the way, people in town, like, love you when you work. Like, they're definitely all about Life lesson. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, apparently so. Hey, you work here just to lay about. Like, they town is in yeah. some idea. Yeah. No, but I, I got done working and I got it and, like, everybody was just exploding with, like, hearts and love. So that was pretty sweet. But I also had enough money to buy the blacksmith shop, uh, which was pretty sweet. It was like... So did oh, you put some old man out of work when you bought his store? No, he kept working there. Oh, that's... You know. Yeah, and I still had to pay for all the shit that I bought, oh, even though I owned the store. I mean, I guess I was buying it from the wholesaler. Welcome to I the real world. <laughs> I still had to pay full retail price, so that's kind of bullshit. But, you know, you that... bought this supplier. Uh, uh, Fable God 3. damn it, I didn't think of that. <laughs> you can plant a tree... <laughs> and 20 years later, it will turn into a blacksmith supplier. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it actually, it actually made the, the sort of work element, like, feel more tangible. Were like, you sort of, like, humming to yourself while, like, well, I was like smithing? <laughs> I was working and I'm like, oh, man, get a, like, I'm one day I'll own this shop. And, like, that day ended up being, like, half an hour later. <laughs> like, you know, it felt, it, I don't know, it felt pretty rad. I was like, fuck, yeah, I own this place now. Fuck you guys. Like, it's mine. And, like, basically, at that point, uh, I just, like, was so into the real estate thing that I just basically spent probably about 50% of my total in-game time, like, buying property and... And buy your own bootstraps. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. It was pretty sweet. I owned that whole goddamn place. In fact, I owned so much of the place that they gave me an achievement for being fucking king of Albion. Like, because I own so much property. Like, apparently you become king when you literally own the entire country. They're like, well, guess you rule it now. So how long until you got bored of that and just started fucking up people's lives? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that was kind of just in the background the whole time. Like, that, <laughs> that, ended up ha- that ended up happening. Like, I bought my last property after I finished the story mode. And so <clears throat> at that point, I was pretty much done with the game. So I stopped. Sweet. Yep. 
But that's cool. You took it over. You won. I yes. won. I won you my own personal game. game of Fallout 2. I mean, Fable 2. And Fallout 2, which as we know isn't out yet, according to Jake. <laughs> There's a little callback for you. <laughs> Jake looks surly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we can take a break. Uh, I also wrote a song about the more romantic endeavors in Fallout why do I keep saying that? <laughs> in Fallout 2. 2. In Fallout 2, also. Weren't there, like, prostitutes in that game? Yeah, there are. Yeah, so, so this is about them you know, and not Fable 2. <laughs> right. Maybe more about Fable 2 than Fallout. But, you know, there are some influences. Some creative influence. Peter Molyneux never, never copped to it. <laughs> no. But I know it's there. Girl, I met your passenger Bower Stone. Why can't we be alone? Just you and me. Without these 23 other villagers standing around Don't they have other things to do When I'm farting in your face for Peter Molyneux (laughs) Oh girl, our love is like a fable Even though it smells a bit like a horse's stable because when I broke out in flatulent song I went on a little too long And I crapped my noose around That my dog dug up with a condom But back to you and me Or maybe us three There's a housewife back in Oakland Bisexual. <laughs> My Russian dancing was quite effectual, and I've acquired us a home by killing the family who lived there before. I busted down the door and let myself in. Yes, I suppose that it's a sin, but I'll just fart around the town. Until I'm once again renowned Oh girl, our love is like a fable Even though I able to communicate with you But with my flexing, my caressing With my farts, you will know what's in my heart with my farts, you will know With my flexing, my caressing With my farts, you will know what's in my heart With my farts, you will know what's in my heart Nice Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to us. Because we're back. We're here. (laughs) (laughs) Jake remains almost dead. (laughs) But uh, my love for video games is keeping me alive. It's keeping me going. No one heard that. I know. (laughs) Sweet. It's erased. Uh, Anyway, we're back. I heard you played Far Cry, Chris. Uh, I did, actually. Jake did, too, a little bit. Yeah. I only only got to play about an hour of it so far, uh, which, which is... 
a lot less than I was hoping to play so far. But uh, yeah, fair enough. So I heard I, some, I, I, hmm? I read some negative stuff about it. Some yeah. people really didn't like it. No, you know what's weird about this game actually? Like since you mentioned that, I've seen one of the strangest um, kind of like excitement curves on the internet for this game that I've seen in a long time. I mean, mm. I, almost uniform. Well, I shouldn't say uniformly, but definitely. Like when the game came out, there were a whole lot of less than enthusiastic comments about it. And like at in the it's been out for almost a week now, I guess. I guess a week now. Yeah. But and like they seem to be people seem to increasingly feel warming to it, sort of. Yeah. Like all like every day I'll see more posts that are like, Oh man, I was totally wrong about this game. This is amazing. Well it's, that's cool. I mean, is it just people's expectations and plus the hype? Like multiplied more so than usual in this case. I mean, yeah, I mean I think it's there's there's always an element of that to games. Um but th- this one I think more so than most because it's not a very like inviting or um approachable game really. There's a certain amount of, like well, it's it's an open world game, you know, obviously. But also on top of that, like it's not the kind of thing where there's no um there's a little bit of tutorial stuff at the beginning where you kind of start out and the game, you know, has some very scripted encounters that a lot of times you're not even in control as it kind of teaches you some basic right. things about like the medicine you need to take when you get come down with malaria and, you know, the the kind of way the death system works sort of and how to shoot a gun and stuff. But after that, you just kind of get dropped into the world and the entire world is open to you right from the get go. Um, and it's really sort of overwhelming in a in a way that's different from like a Bethesda game or something you I mean, know like, like compared to Far Cry 1 I've been less overwhelmed by, oh, by yeah? 2 personally like 1 I just had no <laughs> idea if I was even basically going where I was supposed to be going until I found a jeep with a road and right. then I was like oh I guess I should go on this road yeah oh that game's kind of different though because it's not really an open world game that's yeah, like that's true but I mean it's that's fair enough yeah I mean but yeah it, I mean it's it's actually weird how little in common this game has with Far Cry 1 like I mean, you feel like I mean, would you agree with that? Because it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, and, and this is sort of amplified by discussions I've had with uh, Clint Hawking, the creative director, and Patrick Redding, the narrative designer. Like, I definitely get the sense that they basically like needed a way to sell this game, and so I guess it's a Far Cry sequel, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I mean, I the sort of the sort of core ideas behind it could have not obviously had the Far Cry name and would have been right, the same game. Right. Exactly. Like there's no persistence in terms of the story or the character or the setting right. or anything. Um but it's but it's good. Like it's just really weird. Like you start off and you've got to do a lot of driving to get your missions and everywhere you go there's like groups of dudes who fucking just jump on you and try to kill you immediately, I guess for being a foreigner like in their country. Like they right. they don't seem to require any uh identification yeah, that that sort of stuff is is kind of too bad to me sometimes but yeah mm. yeah but i but video games <laughs> video games well yeah and like that's kind of the impre- i think that a lot of people get that impression at first where everything seems just like really muted and kind Does of seem unwelcoming too traditional? i mean in in the sense that you know you, the guys are just sort of shooting at you and i mean it, it's more of just like a basic shooter to start out and then you sort of unravel um, the, the systems that make it interesting or is it, it, it always it stays a shooter for sure but well i know i know it's a shooter, but you know what i'm saying like if, if you're talking about basic just you know everything every guy's shooting at you or yeah you know. i don't even know if it's that it's well that that's possibly <clears throat> that's probably part of it um although i think most people just like find it just not very inviting like when they start off and i think that, well, i guess that's what i mean like yeah. yeah if you don't if you don't know anything about how to you know approach a situation from right from you know, yeah, I mean, because I mean, a big a big part of it's obviously you know going stealth or you know 
finding different ways to attack camps and stuff, right? Yeah, although I find that harder to do than in like Crisis or something. Yeah. Like it's hard to be stealthy in this game. I find people notice me from ridiculously far away um sometimes. Like the AI could be better, but um is it this is a potentially stupid question to people who have are listening to this who have actually played a huge amount of Far Cry um and especially coming from me, but can <laughs> I can I not shoot for shit or I mean I know there are guns that are that are consistently kind of ass in that game, but yeah. are are they generally ass throughout the game like in a way that they're not supposed to be or am oh, I just am I just horrible? Well, when you when you pick up guns, they well, yeah. suck a lot. Yes. Like any gun you can pick up in that game is basically a total piece of shit and it will jam on you after, you know, yeah. A few minutes of use. Yeah, I figured um, that part out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, well, are you talking so you're talking about guns you buy then? Uh yeah. I mean, guns I think you, I might I mean, just suck at games. <laughs> Cuz guns you buy uh are of better quality, but I mean, you can also do missions for the gun dealers and like that'll unlock better guns okay. like of more variety and quality. Um so there's that, but yeah, like that's guns. actually guns. That's actually another like thing actually that can be a turnoff early in the game, I think, probably. In in a first-person shooter, like, <laughs> you're so accustomed to just, like, picking up all the picking weapons you find. crazy, right. super-polished shit and then just right. destroying people. But, yeah, yeah, but in this game, you pick up, like, like, a rust bucket. Yeah, I mean, that's crap. really, like, one of the game's biggest sort of challenges and yet also one of its, big, one of yeah. its biggest successes. I've loved that. I love that yeah. you find, find a gun and think, oh, well, you, you sort of <laughs> equip it for a second. You're like, wait, what? And then you just <laughs> right. I mean, take it, its ammo yeah. and go. And mm-hmm. that's really actually a pretty enjoyable experience. It's cool because you can see how shitty they are. Like, the 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 rustier they are... Yeah, like, like when I when I first I mean you had told me about that before I was yeah. playing but when I first encountered that in the game a couple times I was, I was I was actually pretty happy and like moments like that and sort of design decisions like that are what what has kept me interested in that game even though sort of at its at its core I'm not I'm not a huge open world fan as we discussed last right. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just Yeah, we did. It makes you feel like an old it man. It does. It goes it goes <laughs> against uh goes against my my old man nature, but but this game like so far, I mean, I, like only a couple hours in, I haven't I haven't been destroyed like the sort of my personal gaming destruction has not has not uh <laughs> You don't feel that old yet. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't outweighed the sort of discovery of cool things in this game that yeah. that make me happy. It must to be, be really difficult it. to make a design decision like that. I mean to the you know where you you're really <laughs> We're gonna make all the guns shit in this game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like right off We're the bat. A first you're... person shooter. Yeah. Shooting <laughs> is stupid. All the guns you find at the beginning make you suck. They're annoying <laughs> to use. The other guys probably exactly. all have they, better they guns. They don't really work. They'll yeah. probably break on you. <laughs> You'll be um, using them and you will yeah. die a lot. Um game's not fun. I mean what? No. <laughs> not that last part. It's pretty fun actually. No, that's good. Know, but yeah. Yeah, no, but Nick, that's true. I mean, like, that's the kind of decision that isn't uncommon in like certain Western RPGs. You know, like sort of item degradation, like I guess I guess that's not super common, but you know, things like encumbrance it exists as a concept, like, though. Yeah. yeah. This game doesn't have encumbrance, by the way. I'm just bringing it up as like an example of things that Confirmed. are those kind of yeah, those kind of weird fiddly like management micromanagement bits that right, but I mean, usually aren't in shooters. Um, this isn't really micromanaging so much as it just sort of takes some of those right aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes but, the you can have a shitty gun aspect, <laughs> <laughs> a classic aspect. <laughs> Not so classic. It's an aspect. It's an aspect. A but, facet. I mean, you know, that stuff both works, I think, works for and against the game. Like, it works against the game because that first impression, like, all that stuff can be frustrating. Like, you know, your, your, your vehicle can get fucked up and you got to get out and, like, manually wrench the engine until it's fixed. <laughs> and, like, you know, you, you, enemies take sometimes a surprisingly high amount of shots to kill, at least with the early weapons and, you know, shit's fucking breaking on you and you're passing out from malaria. I mean, and, like, do you think it's just the, be- everyone hates you? Like, I feel like you and I, like, 
at least both when we were sort of in tandem with the number of hours we'd put in, had yeah. had a pretty similar, pretty positive first impressions with the game. Yeah, but I'm trying to lay out reasons why other people might not. Oh, right, no, but I mean, yeah. I think, I think, um, like our outlook on games is pro- is definitely not. I don't think uh, that we sit down on a couch, put the game in, and say, "All right, fucking impress me, game." I'm waiting to be impressed <laughs> by how fucking sweet this is. Yeah. And I think some people are like, "What are you going to do for me today, video game?" Well, sometimes I feel like that. Yeah, you know but like mean? with like, this this game, at least my expectation right. was like, "I'm going to like I'm I mean, going to have to earn this game. game's it's respect." Like basically, the opposite of a Valve and, uh, game. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, like so far, I, I yeah. haven't gotten far enough for it to let me down on that because <laughs> right. I've only yeah. played for a couple hours. But I'm sort of operating under the assumption that if I if I put up with this game shit, it's going to reward me <laughs> potentially far more greatly than a game that just gives it all right. up up front. Yeah. Basically, I mean that's that's kind of the promise. And I mean, like of of generative design, like sort of emergent game and design and gameplay and stuff. And that's it's a promise that I think some people don't care about one way or the other. Like I think some people literally just aren't interested in that style of game, and that's fine. And I mean, Jake, you're, I think often like sort of fall more into that, that type where you, you're not necessarily as interested in that style, but like, it's cool that this game is. I'm interested in it as a concept, but just when I'm playing it, I I usually. Right. But you're saying in this game, at least for now, I mean, you've, and you're only a couple hours in, but you're saying, you know, at this point. Yeah. I mean, there, well, there have just been enough moment to moment things that have, that have sort of just made me excited at a a purely conceptual level or like just fucking cool. I'm playing a first person shooter where I'm walking around with a piece of shit. That's enough (laughs) to excite me to be like, that's true. I love the, I love the idea that, I mean, I mean, that one example, which I keep bringing to, but it's, it's, it was, it was really refreshing for a game to sort of give me an anti reward. Like it's like, (laughs) I mean, it is kind of like the Metroid thing where you, where you're a badass, except that you don't get the part where you're a badass. You just, it's like, but you, the fact that there is a shitty gun in my hand implies that later on in the game, there like yeah. somehow a good gun will make it right. Into your like hands. if right. I've got this now, right. like there, like this game has a long ways to go. Basically, right. it's, it's like yeah. I'm the opposite of I've seen it all in the first in the first yeah. hour of this game, which I is mean, cool. What Far Cry Two tries to be, and like it definitely has some flaws. Like enemies respond too quickly. I think pretty much everyone agrees that can be frustrating as shit when you got to drive all over the map all the time. Uh, but like. What it tries to do is sort of give you a landscape and a bunch of tools and then kind of just say, like, if you invest yourself in this, cool shit will happen. And I've had that actually happen a lot in this game. And, like, I didn't get it early or anything. I bought it when it came out and I've been playing it since then. And, like, you know how game designers will write is, like, the fucking king this, like, are always saying things like, you know, the real story is the story that you make when you play the game. And I'm like, you know, Will Wright, you're awesome, but that doesn't really happen to me very much. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not generally how I think about my games. Like, Far Cry 2 is actually, uh, that's happened to me a lot. Like, I already find myself relating stories from that game when I'm talking to people. Was it you who was talking about see- seeing the animal off in the distance? Or was that Steve? Oh, oh, that was me. Like, yeah, at this one point, I mean, this isn't even, it's I know, such that's a minor a, thing. Well, but it's like, the only one that you've told me. Right, so. okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I, I was talking to Sorry. Jake and I was scouting out this camp of dudes that I was trying to figure out how to kill. There's a, there's a guy in a building and I'm like, how am I going to get to this dude? And like, I saw some movement over to my left and I had my sniper rifle and I like quickly zoomed over and almost shot at it. And it was like a gazelle that was just kind of, that had just like lifted up like out of the grass and was like trotting away. And it was the craziest. I mean, it's such a minor, it's super minor. It seems almost silly to, to like relate that story, but it was so surprising to me and such a cool thing. And, and so much put me in that place. Like it drew me into that setting so well um that's in fact i think one of the biggest things about it like it's surprisingly unflashy graphics wise like it's not you know there's no like crazy fucking 
insane shading going on and like no insane lighting all over the place. It's just like a very convincing, very subdued depiction of yeah. When it like, works, it's got a great African amount of savannas. sort of tone going to it. Though, yeah, going yeah, for it. And like you know, when the when if you come to a sand dune and the sun's shining down on it, like if you're at high noon, it's so bright white that everything just gets completely bleached out. It's just really cool. Like I don't see stuff like that in games very often. And one of my favorite things to do is to go to a safe house when you can go to sleep and set like a clock so you wake up at a certain hour and you regain all your health back. I, I pretty much always wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, so that I see the sunrise. And it's just like the most amazingly gorgeous thing. And then I spend the next couple hours of the game like watching as the sun sort of comes fully up in the sky and like all these lighting conditions are changing in real time. And it's just so goddamn gorgeous. And that's another thing that so you you're saying it's a tech demo. I'm saying it's a tech demo. It's basically Oblivion with guns. Um, two. Two. And, but it's, a lot of these things are things that I've like, I, I, I definitely enjoyed the game, like from the beginning. I definitely, you know, unlike some people, I had a pretty positive experience right from the start, but I keep like, every time I play it, there's some new little detail or touch that really impresses me. Like, the way fire propagates is so cool and so uncommon in games. I mean, I've taken out camps of dudes just by shooting a flare gun into the ground, and it's so satisfying to see just everything go up in flames and trees kind of all the leaves slowly burn off. It's just it seems it's, like that that that's the one comment that seems to be every everybody who buys that game is like, hey, hey man, I'm having a lot of fun setting things on fire, but I'm not yeah. really sure where to go. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right. Well, there's a certain point after you finish like the first mission, the first kind of like missions that are right. automatically given to you, mm-hmm. which by the way, I went on forums to look for, a, I had a, like a technical question about the game and I ended up seeing other people's just gameplay accounts and like other people had a totally different first mission than I did, which mm. was really surprising to me because I totally assumed that stuff was kind of set in stone right. for the first, like the, the ones that you get without selecting anything, but they were different for different people. And I think it's based on which starting character you choose uh-huh. um, because there's eight different characters. Um, but anyway, so uh, after you kind of go through the first line of quests, you, you go to your mission log and it's just like, find a quest. And you look at your map and there's like five different places you can go to get a quest. And it was really surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty uncommon in a first person shooter. I mean, that's you know, cool, something though. like Stalker does that, but like not very many games do. Yeah. It's not really common. Yeah. There, there's actually so much I want to say about this game and I'm, I don't, I feel like I'm just, it's just been me sitting here talking. So I don't really think I should, but, um, I don't know. I, I hope people stick with it and kind of give it a fair, like, admittedly suffer through some of the things that are just irritating. Like, yeah. I, you know, respawn rate is, is ridiculous. It, it is kind of, sometimes the amount of driving gets pretty irritating. Like that, that stuff is annoying, but so many of the moments that occur along the way are just so hilarious. Like, I don't know. I don't want to keep going like into animals it, falling out of a tree and then like the footage reverses and he goes back to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Hill music in the background. Yeah. 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 But I like, know, I don't know what they were going for. Yeah. That, but, uh. When I first played, I told this to Jake actually when I first started playing, but like my first experience with Fallout, or why do I keep fucking saying that? Every Fallout game two. is Fallout 2. Regardless of what game you are. If it starts with an F, it's fucking Fallout. That's it. Um, no, my first experience with Far Cry 2 was like starting off and then <laughs> you thought I was going to say it. Yeah. I was, I was hoping for it. <laughs> yeah, these guys are giving me looks. Um, I started out and, you know, this was before I had any like sort of understanding about how the game world works. And, you know, you, you can, you collect diamonds in the game. That's currency. And you do it via kind of a no country for old men style, like little beeping 
beacon device. It's very, very low tech. It's like very basic. You know, I start off and I was, I, I got this car. It was like this shitty sedan. They, the, NP, the quest NPC just gives it to you at the beginning just to give you a means of transportation. And I'm like, all right, got my car, uh, driving around. And like I, my little light on my dashboard started blinking. I'm like, sweet, a diamond. So I got out and I was kind of like holding it and walking through and looking down at the map, which is integrated like into the actual, it's like a 3D object in the yeah, game. Yeah, your, guy, your guy holds it in first person, which is yeah. pretty awesome. And uh, I was like, oh, looking around. I finally find it. I'm like, sweet, I found it. And then I'm like, shit, where the hell did I leave my fucking car? <laughs> and like, I'm just in the middle of this like forest. And I'm like looking <laughs> around and it's just forest in every direction. And I'm like, oh, f- god damn it. So I just start like walking on my map in the direction of like where I'm going. And then my guy starts like passing out from malaria. He starts like <laughs> coughing and like falling over. And I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> and I don't have any malaria medicine because I haven't done the mission. Like for more malaria medicine and like so i'm i'm basically screwed and so i fall over and i die and i'm like ah god damn it so i so i someone rescues me and i end i wake up in a safe house and i go and i'm like all right getting in my car like doing doing this right <laughs> getting my car going to the right place fuck the diamonds i'll get those later i'm gonna go get my medicine and so i'm like driving along and i'm like checking my map and i'm like going the right direction going there on the road and then when you look at your map in your car, you have to actually physically look down, like with you know mouse look or like yeah, it's your built into the stick. dash in your car. Right. Well, it's oh, like, it's sort of like a little you GPS. Actually, you hold up the map. Oh, like, that thing! I thought you were talking about the little yeah. driving map. No, that thing's useless. I mean, it's fair it's, enough. I never <laughs> actually used it. Right. It's it's not very <laughs> useful. You 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 use you can use the full map while driving. So I'm looking down and like I'm like all right, I'm going the right way. And I look up, and as soon as I look up, I'm like in the air, going into like a river, and it was it was like the the most ridiculous like like when you read on the news, it's like I was just changing the radio station, man. And like then you yeah, know, you, you said you like ended up in like uh yeah the the yeah, the crocodile hunter movie, <laughs> right. yeah. It was like that exact moment, and like I get out of the car, and I was like. I was so sad because if you I, would look like, down, your guy's hands would have been on his hips and like, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like uh, uh, the the little like back half of the car was like sticking out at like a thirty degree angle, and like it was really sad. It was one of like the saddest moments I've had it in seems video like, game recently. It's like a lot of this I game, that car. the fun of this game is dependent on like how frustrated you would get with that. Like you know, what I mean, like <laughs> yeah. how much patience you have. Right. Like if, seems you, to be, if you're able like, to step back and laugh yeah. at life, you will like. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, if losing your car and dying and having to go back to the beginning and then dying again doesn't bother you, if you think that's awesome. Like, <laughs> But, uh, no, yeah, I mean, no, I mean well, I those, those are, really those are amazingly like, I don't know, they're not amazingly unique. I'm sure that people have had no, those yeah. scenarios, but those are, those are totally things that, that yeah. you did that are dumb. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's all hard, on it's, your own. Yeah. I'm great at video games <laughs> and bad. Uh, like it's, it's hard to convey why this stuff like actually affected me. Cause if this stuff happened in most games and st- I mean, obviously I've, I've crashed a car into the fucking river before in a video game. Like, mm-hmm. but the way that Far Cry 2 operates, it just, I've, it's kind of like how I felt in GTA 4, like when I first went to, when I first went across like the equivalent of the Brooklyn Bridge and I had to stand in line and then pay the toll. Like that made me so excited and I don't, I can't really qualify why. Like it was so, it felt, it was such an, a surprising, like great moment to like be waiting my turn in line, get to the front, like have my little character reach out the window and give the guy $4 or whatever and then have watched the little $4 tick away from my money count. And then go on my way. And like, it was, it was such a real, that's the way to describe it, I guess. It was like a real moment of the kind that I don't usually experience in video games. I like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I just shot that guy and then went into the river. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe no one cares about this stuff, but like, 
I, I don't know. I, I find myself really sort of impressed when, and, and, and the river stuff with the car is not a thing that the Far Cry 2 team actually put into the game deliberately, but I feel like they've constructed a world with the goal of making things like that happen. Like the fact that you've got to yeah, take yeah, your medicine, yeah. the fact that you've got to repair your guns, the fact that you've got to like drive to the town and like get your mission. Right. And that if like, you want to check your map, you have to actually sort of do the right. game equivalent of laying it out on your lap <laughs> or like putting it against the steering wheel. I mean, right. it doesn't, it's not presented quite like that, but it is. Right. Yeah. Tweaking things just equi- enough. To like yeah, I feel that, that well, same way. Setting like, you, even, setting you up for disaster. Even, even running around <laughs> when you have the map open. Like if you hold still, the guy will hold the, raise the map up. But if you try to move, like, it is the equivalent of when you're like late for something in the city <laughs> right. and you've got your Google map printout. Like this is the stupidest analogy. I'm yeah, sorry because no, it's, it's Far Cry 2 versus being late for like a stupid appointment in San Francisco. <laughs> right. But Forgot like my malaria. I find myself doing that in Far Cry where like I want to get there really badly. Yeah. And I run and I run with the map open <laughs> and I find myself sort of like vaguely sort of taking glances <laughs> to, like, at the map. Track it up and down. Right. As, as like, the guy's hand is like throwing the map around with the run animation. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, okay, well, I can kind of see the road there. And all right, well, the map's blocking the view most of the way. But I think if I just sort of vaguely turn left, all right, great. Good. There we go. And, yeah. uh, yeah. That made me really happy because I, it, yeah, and it felt like I was actually like a, a guy in a hurry. It's like, right. <laughs> I could just stop. There's no actual rush. Why am I freaking out? Put the goddamn yeah. map away. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Th- that, that made me happy. I'm sure that, I don't know. I didn't get to the part where the game sucks yet. So 20 more hours of that. So I don't know. I mean, that's a vague. <laughs> of malaria pills and crashing your <laughs> car into the river. <laughs> yeah. I'd be down for that. Yeah. But you know, there, there's plenty of emergent stuff that can happen in the combat too. It's just that stuff is less surprising to me, I guess. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've seen that right. kind of thing before. But, but it is cool. I mean, like, you know, they, they do, it definitely is a video game in that they conveniently set up situations where right in the middle of this camp, there yeah. might be like eight explody barrels and a lot of ammo that you can right. shoot at with a, a caco demon. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a caco demon. Nice. It might be there. Yeah. I mean, and you know, some of the missions are it's sort DLC. of amusingly completable. If you have the right equipment, like in a very short period of time, like I had to blow up a train in a train yard and I just went up to like the top of a mountain, overlook it and shot one, rocket at the train and like everything just fucking went up in flames That's instantly cool. and it was like did you walk done. away in slow motion like silhouetted <laughs> holding your rocket launcher over <laughs> your shoulder because <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much what you did I think I actually did immediately turn around and go away so that no one would notice me so I mean you know you could so, pretend like, I did that if you, it was the a cinematographer over on the next hill was definitely <laughs> right. filming you at like 300 frames a second right, right then so right. that's good yeah, it was pretty awesome. Clint Hawking was secretly in your game uh, <laughs> recording a demo. Yeah. Man, did you guys see Clint Hawking was like not happy that they're getting high 80s on Metacritic? No. He's not happy about it. I didn't see that. Yeah. He was like uh, something to the effect of it looks like we're tracking to get 86 to 89 on Metacritic. Not happy with that. Not happy at all. <laughs> something to that effect. So man, I don't know what to tell you, man. that nine. Yeah. I don't know. He's that goddamn kid. <laughs> what? When like when you like scrape a B minus and you're stoked, and then there's that one goddamn kid who goes up like to, who goes up to the teacher's like, right. desk because he got an A minus when he should be getting an A. Like, yeah, I mean in this case, yeah. in this case, Clint only managed to to scrape a B plus. <laughs> so <laughs> Jake has no sympathy. Yeah, for no. Mr. Hawking. I wonder how that game's gonna do. I mean, I, I'm really curious. I, I feel like it's the kind of game. Where 
they maybe should release it quarter one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I think it might get a little Merry lost here. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you compete with, especially when your game is yeah. like, you can go anywhere and do what you want. And Bethesda is like, you can go do anywhere yeah. and do what you want. <laughs> In Fallout 3. <laughs> We've been hyping it for a billion years. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're hoping that just because it says Far Cry and then says 2. Yeah. That, but that, I mean, that it'll, that'll do yeah. part of its work for it. Yeah. If you go and look at idlethumbs.net, and uh, and look at the, uh, the, the <laughs> and look at the synopsis wow. of games we've discussed. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like yeah. two, two, two. Roman numeral two, three, yeah, yeah, three. Yeah. Roman numeral three. Yeah. No, it's it's true. Like it's. And then yeah, we were talking about last week. Oh, and Oblivion, which is Elder Scrolls Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this week will be more of the same. It might actually be the exact same games from the, from last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. We should this week we've played. Think them. of new things. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could talk about. Uh, we could talk about. Oh, I was going to say just. Um, yeah. In in terms of Far Cry Two being a two, I'm sure that it was. We have this game design. How can we? How can we get them to do it? it I mean, unless yeah. unless Clint Hawking had a secret dream of. <laughs> of telling uh you know of African creating dreams. a completely original universe with this it doesn't i mean the actual the universe in which this game takes place doesn't seem to be that relevant given that you can choose from six potential protagonists and it's open world right so i think he said here's my crazy game and ubisoft said well if we call it far cry 2 then we'll, we can actually sell it yeah uh that's that's so much better to me than you can't make this game. Also, <laughs> this company over here is going to make a really shitty cash in Far Cry Two. Right, like yeah. that's what I mean, actually Ubisoft usually basically happens. did the shitty cash in. Right, Far for instance, console like, Far Cry ports. Right, right. Uh, or ex- sequel expansion. Far Cry s- Instincts, Predator expansion. Instincts. Oh Xbox man, that's the game where you have the crazy <laughs> weird like rubber mutant hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. also the game that blew up your sound system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that when you would like you'd throw a what? pebble and your speakers just went. Yeah. <laughs> It was, I, who knows what that was? It was, it was made that game Far, surreal. In, in the original Far Cry, or not the original Far Cry, which was oh, a PC yeah. game, but like. This is the inspiration the Far, for Far Cry. <laughs> right. Far Cry Instincts. The, Far, yeah, the prequel. Far, the Far Cry Instincts, like Xbox game. There was a crazy fucking bug on my, on, I don't know which version. There were like eight different fucking versions of this game on Xbox, but whichever one I had, like when you, you could pick up like rocks and stuff and throw them to distract people, like with sounds. But every time I threw a rock, like a little fucking pebble, it sounded like fucking Niagara Falls. It was just like <laughs> the crazy explosion. Like it, it blew out my speakers. Like literally, it fucked up my speakers on my TV. Nice. At the time I played, I, I had just gotten that TV, and it was so your new I was sweet using HP like TV. I was using like the built-in speakers because I hadn't hooked it up to anything yet. Yeah. And I guess I won't be using it that anymore. Was, that, was, that was the saddest <laughs> net of like, oh, hey, a new Far Cry for Xbox. Let's check it out. Oh, this doesn't seem very good. <laughs> what, what's happening? Yeah. Not only was the game idiotic, like it also destroyed my shit. So that sucked my balls. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot about that completely. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm glad that, that instead of the, the obvious route, which is you want to make this weird, ambitious open world first person shooter, uh, no. <laughs> hey, we have right. the Far Cry IP. Let's make a horrible sequel. They they ended up teaming up to to make the suits happy and the Hawking happy. Yeah, no, that's it's it's good. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just one thing I forgot to mention about Fallout, which I was meaning to mention, but it's sort of in well, relation. You're re-railing. So yeah, <laughs> right. Sort of in relation to what we were talking about, like as far as how ambitious or you know how you might get frustrated, yeah. but how it's more rewarding. Um, the uh. The uh um the, the amount of content in, in Fallout that you will not see 
going through the main quest is is really surprising to me. Just yeah. just you know, and you can in tell terms of just business from, I mean, strategy. How do you, how can you? If well, I mean, only played through it once. How do you know that? Well, I've got the I've got the strategy guide, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I can I can compare like you know I mean right. there there are a huge number of you side tore quests. out every page that contained a quest you completed, <laughs> <laughs> and there was so I wrote many it in the notes. Left. Uh, <laughs> notes. <Yeah. laughs> the autograph section. Games still yeah. sometimes have that, the little notes yeah, yeah. section <laughs> at the back. Yeah. The, yeah, the Fallout thing has it. But, Sweet. Yeah. I think Sam and Max for the Wii has a notes section, <laughs> which made me pretty happy to find out. Like, really? Huh? Sweet. Someone so, will take a note. Yeah. So anyway, Nick. It just it was just surprising to me that that you know that a developer still willing to make that much content that most people probably aren't going to see, considering, you know, a lot of games don't even get finished these days, you know. Yeah, right. Um, it's amazing if you can actually dedicate the time and money to do that. It, like, it sort of blew me away. Yeah. I, I mean, like, obviously Oblivion was what it was, but I figured, you know, Fallout 3 was meant to be a more scaled back, denser, you know, like, yeah. denser, you know, it's, from what they were saying, it seemed like more of a direct experience, but it, there's well, still I mean, that. From what you're saying, though, it is still more dense and more direct than, than it, Oblivion. It's just. Yeah. But it's, but it's, it's but good that they even kept, then, they kept that aspect, though. There are still, yeah. It, it's sort of surprising. And I'm me. sure there will be plenty of dudes who find all of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, I probably wouldn't either, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to play it. And actually, since you bring that up, I might as well mention the connection like that I was going to mention earlier with Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Um, Far Cry 2 also sort of has allowances for if you kill major quest NPCs, but it does it seamlessly, and I don't think anyone is going to notice, honestly. Mm. Like, the way that it constructs its quest line is actually dynamic based on what character you chose at the beginning, like who your buddies are that you end up acquiring throughout the game. Like the game has like these buddies who will sort of give you alternate routes on missions, which is really awesome and rescue you if you die and things like it's really awesome. I didn't really talk about it, but it's I really, really like that system in the game. Like it allows you some options as to how you approach missions in addition to just sort of how you personally approach killing the dudes. It gives you options on which dudes to kill and when. Yeah. Um, but also so anyway, the way you do those actually contributes to factors that build the the quest line in terms of what the missions are and and who the the quest npcs are and stuff but it's done so seamlessly in the background that i i wonder like how many people are actually going to pick up on it probably none because right. the whole point is that it's done seamlessly which i mean it's kind of like i mean nick i don't know if you ever played monkey island 2 jake obviously you <laughs> yeah like okay. well no i mean well, because, okay, just this was like a really ridiculous example, but like... <laughs> a game with only one critical path. No, but I'm talking about <laughs> no, I'm talking about the adaptive music system in that game, which... Oh, okay. Like, oh, no, that's a fair comparison, actually. Yeah. yeah. In like, that nobody knows that it's there. Right, but it's really good. Like, in, in Monkey Island 2, um, when you go from screen to screen, the way that the music changes isn't like just sort of a crossfade like most games would do, or kind of like a change in track with like ending a transition then starting a new one. Like, it actually layers in sort of musical themes and interlaces them dynamically as you go between the different locations. It's really cool. And yeah, like, they wrote they wrote breaks in and out of like every measure. Or, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Or if not every measure, at least every bar, it seems like there's right. there's some so sort of way to... Is a bar. Is it? No, I'm, yeah. my apologies. I don't, know, I don't know how music works. <laughs> I do a little bit. I know those two terms exist. But yeah, <laughs> it's cool. You can but go yeah, back to talking. <laughs> <laughs> Video and, games. No, that's fine. And like, and... uh. It was really impressive and really cool, but like, surely hardly anybody noticed because it was done so well. That's like kind of the problem with doing intera- anything interactive really well. Because if you mm-hmm. do it well enough, it shouldn't be obvious that there's a split. Right. Like you should feel like, like in real life, when you make a choice, you're not. There's no seam that like sort of 
where you can imply, like, infer. And with games, it's so much easier to make that a feature or a selling right. point yeah, when yeah, it yeah, isn't exactly, that. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Where you right. can point to it and say, like, this is what you're going to do, as yeah. opposed to, like, you might do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good point. And I hope that with, with Far Cry 2, I mean, maybe with the internet around, well, I mean... The people who are going to notice it on the internet are the same sort of people who would have noticed that Monkey Island 2 had interactive. <laughs> so, right, yeah. But there was no internet back then. I mean, no, but the moment the internet yeah. appeared, one of the first things that I found was a page talking about oh, really? iMuse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I talked to, I found Munkle Land, who is the composer of the Monkey Island games, the main composer on the Monkey Island games. Um, I ran into him at GDC several years ago, and I went up to him and I'm like, oh man, I really like the music in uh, Monkey Island 2. And he was like, eh. Like he had such a weird, like he sort of was like not really paying attention to what I was saying and kind of just, and I'm like, yeah, man, I really loved all that, like interactive sort of blending and stuff. Like I'm, I'm like a music major and this is really cool. And like, as soon as I said that, he's like, oh man, you, you like that stuff? That's great. And he got really excited because clearly nobody fucking noticed it because he was so like disinterested when I brought mm. it up in the first place. And it oh, yeah. wasn't until I, I brought up that aspect of it. That I think he, he might have been there. It was when, when Psychonauts was in, was in sort of mid production. I, I, it might have been it might have been Spaff, another Idle Thumbs guy who was there. But I remember asking uh, asking Tim Schaefer uh, if Psychonauts was going to feature interactive music in the style of in the style of some of those old yeah. older games, and he goes, uh, I, I don't know if anyone even who knows that that's in the game." Yeah. I, it made me really sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it makes all composers sad. Well, yeah, a surprising video. number of game composers know about interactive music and yeah. and love it. Yeah, but no one knows about it. I mean, it. it's it's starting <laughs> to get fairly common, but. Probably a lot of people aren't as ambitious with it as they could be because it's just why dedicate that budget. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. But also, I think part of Far Cry 2, like part of what they were intending with that game was it to sort of be like a first pass at some of that stuff. And like hopefully in the future, using those systems they developed and implementing them in more sort of substantial ways for a game that isn't purely a first person shooter. Like in Far Cry 2, pretty much all the meaningful interaction you have with anyone is either get a mission from them or shoot them in the face. Like right, yeah. there isn't you're, – you're not going through dialogue trees or something. But, you but get, perhaps in Far Cry 3, you <laughs> fall in love. Far Cry 3, it's it's a love simulator set in Russia like based on like the, the relevance of these games to one right. another so far. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. I, I, I mean I have huge respect for Clint Hawking and his team and like also Patrick Redding who I've mentioned a few times because I think the stuff those guys are doing is really cool. And uh, I hope that they continue to like work, you know, work on those systems and use them in future games. Cool. So yeah, so yeah. Other than being physically ravaged by this week and playing those two games, have we got anything else? Uh, any other games you guys have been playing? I finished Dead Space. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, we're like two weeks late on that at this point, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, rec- I recommend it. It's really cool. I mean, it's <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I feel like yeah, right. probably at this point, a lot of our listeners have already played it, so. Or have decided they'll never play it. Right. right. But yeah. it's but it's really good. Actually, one thing I do want to mention about, this isn't really about the game entirely, but do you guys ever notice on the internet people sort of arguing about whether a game is scary or not? Because that's <laughs> happening like times a thousand mm. with Dead that's, Space. That's such a subjective thing. I yeah. know. Exactly. Yeah, that's is. my point. Like, it was like, so man, I'm playing this game and like, I'm getting pretty freaked no. out here. Yeah. No. Like, nope. <laughs> nope. Not scary. You're wrong. Not a scary <laughs> game. Not frightening at all. You idiot. I mean, that's like saying Resident Evil 4 is scary. And the guy's like, but I didn't think that was scary. <laughs> yeah. You fucking jerk. You're wrong. You fucking, I hate you. And it's like, well, that's like arguing about whether asparagus tastes good. Like, you can fucking argue about it whether. It does. <laughs> I, you're an idiot. 
It's gross. It's like arguing whether or not asparagus is scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I should have. Some, someone might be afraid of asparagus. <laughs> yeah, someone probably is. Um, but it's like you can argue about, you know, I mean, I guess just on the topic of asparagus, like you can argue whether it's like nutritionally, you know, like good for you or I don't know, fucking other things maybe. I don't know what the hell you argue about when it comes to asparagus. But, you know, there's no – like you can't ha- – like you're not going to change someone's mind about that. We're, of course, talking about uh, Asparagus Mania Double Rush <laughs> yes. for uh, Xbox Live Arcade. <laughs> for the Atari Lynx. No. No, man. This, is, this is like the remix. Oh. oh. I was thinking it's, got the, it's got the original the and, and it's got the, it's got the right. new HD up-res it has version. Like, but I don't know. It's I, fucking I, terrifying too. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't expect that out of a casual game like, like Especially Asparagus. Especially one about Asparagus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I just keep seeing these threads over and over on like a number of different sort of forums and stuff on the internet. It's like, I don't like what, what are you trying to achieve there? Like you can talk about whether it's a good game and like, I think, you know, you can have a discussion about about that, but like whether it's scary, no one's going to fucking change their mind about that. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Oh, you're right. I was terrified. <laughs> or, oh, yeah. you're right. I wasn't scared. You're right. I, I'm not scared at all. I was just writing an elaborate, elaborate post here. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, no. Like, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to just sort of mention I mean, that. maybe that guy's trying to belittle the other guy, like bully him. Like, no, right. you guys, you're right, you guys. I'm not scared <laughs> I'm, of it. I'm not yeah, I was, oh, God. <laughs> As he's like sliding it down under his bed, never to play it ever again. <laughs> it's not scary. Yeah. Dead space. Sweet. Yep. So. There's my insight into, into Death Face. <laughs> into the internet? <laughs> into the internet. Speaking of the internet. Yeah, we can read some mail. We didn't get a lot of mail this week. You guys should send us more mail. Questions at idlethumbs.net. What kind of questions would they ask? I don't know. Ask us about anything. Things. We we, we went, Nick and I went and saw um, the Creative Assembly's new game, uh, Empire Total, uh, yeah, Empire Total War. Yeah. So maybe send us questions about that. It's all about empires and Total War. It's actually pretty awesome. Like, if we had more time, we probably would have talked about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions about that game, um, or other things next week, Asparagus. you can ask us about left for dead also. Um, oh yes. Cause we'll Nick will play a lot of that in particular. Um, so you love left for dead. I do. It's awesome. James Spafford, who we all know, you may not know, says, hello guys. How are you today? I'm all right. A little tired. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all having a subdued day today. Uh, also I have another question. He writes, please don't count that one. Like some sort of genie situation. Okay. I counted it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been counted. I would like to know if One. The, if the police sirens that continually interrupt the podcast denote that Chris lives in an area of low moral fiber that needs regular policing, or if it means the area is in fact of high moral standing due to the excellent and vigilant work of the local police. <laughs> That's a pretty good question. Um, you might live at a crossroads. I, yes, yeah, I live neutral, on Market Street, which anyone who lives in San Francisco knows it's like which the biggest, he does not <laughs> is the is like the biggest street that cuts all the way through like all of downtown and stuff it contains the market so it's where the market is there's actually two yes. farmers markets basically on market street it's farmers market street <laughs> um so that means that it's pretty common for uh fire engines or police guards if they have to get Somewhere on the other side of the city, they will often get there via Market Street. They take Monday nights off, though, as you've noticed. <laughs> no, there was one. There, <laughs> there was, was already one, one today. Yeah. Jake, you're wrong. They don't yeah. take it off. Also, like, I guess on the note of whether I live in an area of low or high moral fiber, on that note, actually, I live, like, at this weird sort of crossroads where, like, if you go in one direction, there's, like, the Opera House and City Hall and, like, gardens and shit. And it's like, wow, you live in a nice area. And if you walk the other direction, it's, it's like, like theaters. Yeah, it's like Joe's <laughs> Porn Shack and stuff. So... <laughs> You know, I depends on the direction you come in. 
like to my apartment, then it might look awesome or lame. That must present a lot of like moral quandaries. Like, yeah. Which side do you do? You, I know do you go it's kind of yeah. like I'm playing a you video choose. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Toblix writes. He has a long thing here. Chris, did you remember to do a hilarious Peter Molyneux impression today? No. If not, take a couple of minutes right now and do one. Um, maybe. As for a question, I guess I could pull one out of my ass like this. If you played Uncharted all the way through, you probably noticed that the ending chapters were not spectacularly hard or brutal with regards to checkpoint placement, like, for example, GTA 4, the ending of... God, he goes on and on. Um, did you, like me, find this to be truly awesome and an example for other games to follow since it really lets... This is like a leading question to the extreme. <laughs> since it really lets the story... Do you agree with me? Than, yes, no. <laughs> Check guys, one. Did you guys play Uncharted? No. 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 Did yeah. you play it? No. So I guess we agree with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know about more about it than right I. Right on, Toblix. We should defer to your superior judgment. Yes. Uh, this email is primarily a reminder to do the impression, though. <laughs> I don't even remember. I, I don't even remember how I what my the Molyneux voice was. Did you ever do one? Yeah, I did one on the second episode, I think. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Ask me again next week. I'll have to go back and listen to my source material. Uh, <laughs> Grabby says this is the only gaming podcast I listen to labeled as explicit in iTunes. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Balls. Balls. Sweet. Gog. Um, Is yeah, there that... a question there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a statement. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, and also a few people have commented on wanting to download the songs that we feature in this podcast. Um, you can actually already do that. They're right on the front page of the website if you scroll down a bit. So That's idlethumbs.net. Idlethumbs.net. Go... I thought it was .com. It's .net. It's, yeah. The other one is is what you need when you need it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might not need it. Also, since we're in the public service announcement uh, realm at this point, uh, yeah, please tell your friends about this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we would love if they listened to it and also enjoyed it, or hated it and sent us a uh, horrible, right, horrible and hate mail. Possibly said to other people, listen to this, listen to this podcast. piece of shit. Yeah. Listen to how you can't believe how shitty it is. It's, you better it's listen explicit. to it. It's explicit. There's no <laughs> new impressions. They only talk about. Video games? Fucking video games? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That would actually be awesome if you guys could, like, post on other forums you read where people might like a thing like this. What? Be you're awesome. saying you just flooded out forums with a bunch of we're spam. Forming, that says, I don't listen to street teams. <laughs> street team? Street team, yeah. Forming a street team. Right. Yeah, so. Grassroots. We don't really know how to promote this thing at all. In we're going to we give away games, right? We haven't done any promotion of our own at all, so... If you we could should, take, should we ask them how to give away the games? Oh, yeah. We've got a whole bunch of games here <laughs> Design to give away. Design your contest? It's like a if game. You, right. So if you've got any cool ideas for how we can give those to you know you or someone who does a better job at your own contest than you, <laughs> uh, please write us at questions at idlethumbs.net and we'll we'll steal your idea and then maybe give you a game if, you, if you've chosen your own contest wisely enough. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. I think that's all. Yeah, tell other people. Review us on iTunes if you if you feel we're worthy of it or not. You Spam could the hell say out how of Say how shitty them. we are, I guess. Please don't do that, though. <laughs> but you could. It's your. It's up to you. It's like a video game. Jake is making weird <laughs> expressions. I'm, I'm in so much physical pain, and I think I have to shit. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Explicit. Video game. Game rib. Dot biz. <laughs> Gamerib.biz What's well, Gamerib? Oh, not even for fun, someone will reverse that And then I'll get punched by Ryan Davis <laughs> Did you point? What did you point no, to? No, no, you, you gotta stop with the hypersensitivity here I was scratching my oh, nose Oh, I thought you actually. pointed to the... Alright <laughs> 
What is going on? It's <laughs> <laughs> like baseball gestures. Yeah, like, exactly. I just like, what the- <laughs> No, I went like this, and then my head was coming oh, okay. down <laughs> to grab my drink. All right. And you're like, what is he doing now? What is he doing now? 